0: Yeah. To choke out
1: my illusions, yeah. to cut through the confusion. Yeah. Oh, keep on digging deep, we keep digging deep, we keep digging deep. We digging. Hello, and welcome to the Rational Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads, and hoaxes. I am your host, Abhijit. Let's dig in. Hello and welcome. I recently had the pleasure of recording an interview with uh, Dr. Sumaya Sheikh, an Indian neurophysiologist based in Sweden. We talked about so much that I've had to break the interview up into three parts for your listening convenience. Today, this is going to be the first part where we talk about her entry into her profession, And one of the first things she researched, pain. Honestly, I had no idea that pain being so unpleasant could also be so interesting. In the following episodes, we will talk about the science behind violent behavior and her work with Altnews.in to fight pseudoscience and misinformation in India. You can find out more about her in the show notes. So, let's get into this. Enjoy! Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rationable podcast and the Rationable YouTube channel. We're going to be streaming this on both. Um, today, we have a very special interview with Dr. Sumaya Sheikh, uh, who is connecting with us all the way from Stockholm in Sweden. We're going to be talking about a lot of amazing things that she's been doing, both for in her career, as well as all her activism when it comes to science-based medicine and talking about alternative medicine on Twitter and on altnews.in, and a lot more about that is coming up. So keep listening. I'm sure you're going to love this conversation. Dr. Sheik, welcome to Rationable.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: It's a pleasure to have you. I first saw you on Dhruvrati's video talking about depression and mental health. And what you said, it really connected me. And this is something that I also feel very strongly about. And I'll try and put a link in there somewhere so that people can check out that video and check out Hruvrati's channel as well. But first and foremost, I really wanted to get an understanding of the science you do. So you're a neurophysiologist, right?
0: Yes, I have a PhD in neurophysiology. It's a more of a systems approach. I did uh, my PhD in pain medicine, but more like, you know, what are the networks of pain and, you know, from like a molecular level to like, uh, you know, what's happening in the proteins and genes into and a cellular level. And then we took that into an animal model and then we saw the human translation. So my PhD was like a range of different techniques to answer one question. Uh, and that was really fascinating, and kind of exposed me to so many different techniques and so many different perspectives. Like you're you're looking at a person's behavior, and you're looking at how they feel and perceive things, um, with respect to not just pain, but like you know all the networks and stimulus in the somatosensory system, and then you go down to a smaller. Uh, testable model and eventually then I worked in like these proteins and genes and it was really really fascinating to see to see the effect of something all the way taken it down to the protein level an expression of protein or 5,000 in my case giving <laughs> giving the impact uh, in in the you know changing someone's behavior so that was really fascinating so of course, it's generalized as neuroscience um, a degree, but it was it was in the School of Medicine in the in the Western Sydney University in, in Australia in Sydney, which mm-hmm. is where I'm from. And then I moved here after I got a fellowship in the Linköping University Hospital. It's slightly outside of
1: Stockholm. Lovely. And you're originally from India, though before yeah, you I went to born. Australia.
0: Yeah, I was always born in India and moved to Australia. I went Since high school.
1: So, no, but I, you know, what you said about pain is interesting because I uh, digressing just a wee bit, but a lot of alternative medicine also talks about helping with pain and inflammation and stuff like that. And I've always kind of seen it from the perspective that, you know, you can't really measure pain. And a lot of pain is very, it can be subjective and can be influenced by your environment. Of course. Um, And if you're feeling cared for and if you're feeling, comfortable and in a, in a kind of a peaceful zone and a low stress area, then your pain tends to go down. Maybe a lot of alt-med plays on that, but what did you, what do you see from that, from a professional perspective?
0: So, I mean, I, I don't do a lot of pain research. I still have ongoing projects with it, but I've kind of moved away from, but obviously I've spent a lot of time understanding the brain and the spinal cord and the nerves associated with, with the system. So, people look at pain, the people in the ultimate in particular, look at pain as a disease and it's something that's treatable. But one thing that is really fascinating about pain is that the majority of the people go to seek help, or professional help, for some sort of an illness or a problem. majority of those are for pain. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go, it's, it's a maladaptive system. Like, it tells you to focus on the area that is going through some problem. It's, it's actually a signaling mechanism. So, and there are people who, who we've tested who actually don't feel any pain at all. And that's because of uh, a genetic deficiency. I mean, there's a variable of one of the genes uh, that uh, we don't have. And because of that, the, the genetic difference, they don't feel any pain and they get hurt. And then when you feel pain after an injury, say you've broken a bone, you're not supposed to move it to let it heal. But because these guys don't feel it, they kind of just keep moving, running with the broken bone, and that increases the amount of injuries that they could have, and they do. Sometimes uh, there was one person who had like 16 fractures without even knowing. So it's such a, it's a protective system. It protects you from causing further injury, right?
1: It's not cool to be Deadpool.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) So so if you have the good pain, it's great. But when that Mm. pain changes into this, other system, which is this chronic persistent that goes on forever. Like, yes, I know there is a problem there. I'm trying to fix it, but mm-hmm. the pain goes not. I'm still going to continue to tell you that you have pain for your entire life. You know, like a slip yeah, disc, or yeah. you know, one of those chronic pain problems that is mm-hmm. when it changes. And, and, and those things fascinated me so much because alternative medicine, just look at it. Okay. Let's treat the pain, but Pain is a symptom of many, many diseases. Like you have pain in cancer, you have pain in injury, you have pain in inflammation, you have pain... In you know all sorts of things like all um,
1: non non I mean pain not connected to any other symptom like I think fibromyalgia. Or something
0: that fibromyalgia is a uh, is a fantastic example. My my partner is still a pain researcher. <laughs> I mm-hmm. digress from pain research, but he he's a, a very successful pain researcher, and he he has looked at fibromyalgia and the changes in the brain. Uh, they did some functional MRI on people, and there is no etiology. The, the way the diagnosis is is basically going down from, you know, one to another disease. And hopefully if you cannot classify in anything else and you have these five other things, then you have fibromyalgia. It's a very different and very difficult thing to diagnose and to treat.
1: (laughs) There are some people who, some scientists apparently who say it's all in the head. And it's kind of hard to, I, I can't justify how, I mean, I don't know how that is justified. Like it's, a person is uh, obviously suffering from something. It's figuring yeah, out what it is. Yeah, it's not
0: that easy. Yeah.
1: The human so body is a weird place.
0: Pain nerves are not in the head. I mean, if you you might have probably heard that when you do brain surgeries, you actually hmm. don't give anesthesia in the brain. It's just a local on the surface. because, yeah. And you have to be awake when they're doing the surgery because... You know, there's no pain nerves in the brain. So pain is processed in the brain, but there are no mm. pain nerves in the brain. The pain nerves are in the periphery. So the pain is felt here or somewhere in the yeah. periphery, and then it goes up in the brain, and that is pain. There is another, another glitch. The one that we feel in the periphery is actually not pain. It's called nociception, because that is nociception, which drives the pain in the brain. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, so what exactly is that? Is that one of the one of the five senses we have or one of the thousands of senses we have?
0: Well, pain can be an amalgamation of different senses. So you can have pain with um, touch. So you know how you get sunburned skin and, mm-hmm. or injury of some sort and you touch the skin and any like gentle stimulus that you're not supposed to feel painful otherwise becomes very painful because your skin is like burned over there. So you can't even rub your hand over that burnt area without feeling the pain because it it gets painful. That's called allodynia. So a stimulus mm-hmm. that evokes pain, touching stimulus mm-hmm. evokes pain where you're not supposed to feel the pain. So touch, temperature, if you get burned again, if you take a hot shower after getting burned, that's going to cause more pain. So, yeah. so pain is like not just 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 touch related, or you know, you know, pinprick. It's it's temperature. Same. It's it's a similar thing with cold. So extreme cold. It's called cold allodynia. So there's different varieties of pain. So it's not like single sensation. It's got a hang, range of different, you mm. know. Um, a different uh, sensory kind of concepts like attached to it so and you're right it is very subjective so the official definition of pain is that it's the sensory uh, experience which is subjective and emotional and discriminative at the same time Um, so subjective obviously changes with experiences with individuals and who you are and how your health is and your body is um, it's emotional. A huge part of the pain is emotional, the fear of pain, you know, the anticipation of it, and you know your previous experiences about pain, and that kind of predicts how much painful the next painful stimulus is going to be.
1: and <laughs> that then, is just <laughs> blowing my mind right now <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: and that the discriminative aspect is the actual pain and mm-hmm. the, and there are, there are people, and there are different nerves that can weigh these different. Discriminative and emotional sides to pain, and some people can block the discriminative aspect of the pain, and mm-hmm. um, and some people can have a block on the emotional aspect of the pain. Depending on what sort of specific nerve injuries that you've got, what sort of you know fiber systems are lost in your body, and the people who lost the emotional connection to the pain just had the discriminative, like the physical pain. The pain didn't bother them so much if that makes any sense. Because the emotional thing is just gone. It doesn't... They know it's uncomfortable, unpleasant. But it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. You know, it doesn't affect me so much because the emotional part of it is kind of taken away. Because the emotional part of it is actually worse than the actual pain, or sometimes equivalent or worse. But it's as important, if not worse, than the actual pain. Because if you remove the emotional aspect... Yeah. Yeah, so some people just deal with it better because of the emotional aspect. So so they're right that oh it's all in the brain, but th- they're also wrong at the same time. It's not that simple. Mm. Everybody goes through it differently. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is ridiculously fascinating. Like I didn't think I would be this fascinated by pain, to be honest. And I've been through plenty in my life. Yeah, None of it has been pleasant and all of it has been very emotional, I'm sure. <laughs> uh,
0: but, but when I started my PhD, my, my PI, David Mons, he, he's, a, he's a senior, lect- um, he's an associate professor now in, in the School of Medicine, and he's a mm-hmm. sociology professor. Um, he told me that everything that you know about pain, everything you've read about it, uh, in your undergrad degree, I did a medical science degree, in your undergrad degree and everywhere else in your honours time, you you forget that. You unlearn and then start from the scratch because this is how it's different it's going to be. Researching pain.
1: <laughs> I think I've just got a, we've all got a tiny glimpse of how crazy that world would be, but that oh. is, that's brilliant. Thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, and I, I think next time we talk, I think we're going to have to do a deep dive into being management and stuff like that but we'll we'll figure it yeah, we, out. Yeah, we you know,
0: can right? we can break we can break things out as well. We can, we can talk about it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Have- I'm, I'm sure I'm sure we'll have you back really soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Rationable podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe, share it, rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It'll make it much easier for others to find it. For the show notes, transcript, references and more, visit www.berationable.com. Dot com. Continue the conversation on the rationalable Conversations Facebook group and at Be Rationable on Twitter. For feedback, questions or suggestions, write to abhijit at berationable.com. That's A-B-H-I-G-I-T at berationable.com. Until next time, be rationable.